This is 15 Minutes of Freedom. I'm your host, Ryan Nidell, and today's episode is the book review of Blue Fishing, The Art of Making Things Happen by Steve Sims. So as I've shared with you guys, I've read a book a week for at least the past year, maybe a little bit more. Occasionally, it's two books, uh, give or take, it's always at least one. And in today's episode, I'm going to review and share with you guys some pieces and some excerpts from Steve Sims' book, Blue Fishing. Now, for those of you that don't know Steve Sims, he's at least a social media friend of mine. We've had conversations before. I invited him to our wedding, Lindsay Nye's wedding, based off of his geographical location on our communication back and forth through social media. Steve Sims owns a company called Bluefish. And what Bluefish essentially does is it offers incredible experiences for individuals all across the globe. If you wanted to race your car or Ferrari around the track in Monaco, he's the guy to call to figure out how to make that happen. If you want to be at Elton John's birthday party, he's the guy that knows how to pull that off. If you want to end up going to the moon, there's no better man to call than Steve Sims. Like He's created an entire business out of creating once-in-a-lifetime experiences that are above and beyond white glove service. And Steve is... Steve is truly a phenomenal individual. I mean, any conversations him and I have ever had have been nothing but polite, courteous. You know, he's the type of guy that will give you literally the shirt off his back. Probably won't give you the keys to his motorcycle. He's an avid motorcycle rider, but at least a shirt off his back. In this book, Steve essentially outlines the best way to wow customers. Like how he's built his entire empire around going above and beyond what consumer expectation really is. So the book starts with him setting up a nice frame, and that frame is essentially who he is and where he's from. Like, he grew up as an Irish guy in East London and was a bricklayer. Like, literally, he came from a family of bricklayers. So he would go out every day lifting bricks and putting them down, putting compound in between the bricks and creating walls. Like, incredibly difficult manual labor. Like, that was his thing. And there's a, there's a quote that he brings up in the, in the first chapter, which is, you don't drown from falling in water, you drown from staying there, which was the catalyst for him leaving this. Like He realized there was more to life than just laying bricks. And so with his connections and all the things that he did in the world, he decided there was a, a great way to go out and network and make money, and he'd become a club promoter. And that club promoter in, in London ended up being a job in which he could network with different clubs and he could set the tone for which clubs were the hottest clubs every night, where he knew as an outside doorman or a bouncer, I mean, he's a large physical stature guy, that he would be able to guide people to certain clubs at certain days of the week, where if they want to come into one club, you say, no, 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 that, that club across the street's the hot club. Like, that's where you go. And that's what created this shift in him. Like, he realized there was a better opportunity, and he took a chance and went for it. He bucked the system, created a new frame, and got away from this bricklaying that had been ingrained in his family forever. Obviously not an easy thing to do. You just can't be afraid to jump at those opportunities. You know, there's all types of ways that he's done that where, you know, in the same chapter, he starts bringing up the fact that He started building the world's most exclusive VIP list without even knowing it. You know, between Hong Kong and Bangkok, creating this from this club promoter, he started knowing the best and the brightest people from all over the country, all over the world, that when they would come to town, they would want to know what the best clubs were. So he had this Rolodex that he was slowly building by not knowing he was even building it. It was not the intention. It was a byproduct of him offering a good or a service. And so he proceeds to eventually open up Bluefish where 
he starts offering these luxury experiences where these people are able to connect the average individuals, obviously wealthy individuals, but average individuals are able to meet and interact with famous people or lifetime once in a lifetime experiences. But it didn't always come so easy. There were certainly obstacles. There were failures. There were, there were things that didn't go right, just as any good story has. You know, one of the secrets from what he calls the Blue Fishing Playbook is failure is an, is an education in what not to do. For every failure you're learning, you got to take pride in those scars, which is so profound to me because think about all the times in our lives, in your life specifically, where you failed, right? And failure has this negative connotation. Oh, gosh, I failed. I, I'm, I messed up. I made a mistake. And you're so caught up in the raw emotion of not succeeding that you forget to realize that there's a massive lesson to be learned that's probably more impactful than if you were successful. You know, any great entrepreneur I know, any great business owner, any great speaker will tell you all the stories of all the times they dropped the ball. All the times where things didn't go right. Those harsh lessons of failure or at least not being on their A game that taught them how to become more than they were that day. Eventually, in this book, it carries all the way through to how to really exceed customer expectations, which to me is the most impactful part of the book in the way that I read it. See, in reading this book, it had such a massive impact on my life that I know that Steve Sims likes to drink whiskey. That's just what he likes to do. And so for that, I was able to find a local whiskey house that was specifically local to Columbus, Ohio. Took Lindsay there for dinner, ended up buying a bottle of the whiskey, ended up connecting with a friend of mine that knew Steve's home address, grabbed the home address from him, wrote on the back of the receipt from inside the restaurant, thanks, Steve. This book was massively impactful. I see the way I should operate now. Thanks a million. Enjoy a drink on me. And I took the receipt and I took the whiskey and I put it in a box and I overnighted it to Steve. Now, I bought his $12-$14 hardback book, and then I reciprocated that with a $100-plus bottle of whiskey, which might seem crazy, right? Like, why would I do that? Well, for the answer on why I would do that, you'd have to read this book because the answers are inside the chapters. There's a way to operate that allows you to be remembered in people's lives, not as someone that gives, but or not as someone that takes, but as someone that gives. You know, it's so easy in life. Like, I'm, I'm taking Steve's content. I'm reading his content, and it's making, making an impact on me. So, sure, I can post on social media, read the book. It's awesome. I can record a podcast and say that it matters. But the fact that I took the time to do something special that I know matters to Steve will have it be that always in his memory bank, I should be associated with someone of, of value. Think of all the ways in your life right now that you could do that for people that you interact with. And maybe not as massive as a $100 bottle of whiskey. Not that a $100 bottle of whiskey is expensive by any means. I guess in the classification of whiskey, there's multiple different dollar values associated with it. But it doesn't have to be something that has that high of a dollar value with it. Maybe you're just thinking of someone that matters and you write, write a note on the back of a napkin because you, you, you both had a dinner there six or eight weeks ago. And so you want to commemorate that by taking something special from that moment and then going out of your way to send it to them. Like that's what blue fishing is all about. See, there's a difference, Steve says in this book, there's a difference between being able to do everything and doing everything. You can only grow by giving other people responsibility. That's the only way you and your business will ever manage to scale. 
which again, another just profound message. Like this book is one of the easiest 200 page reads I've ever had before. It's a great hardback book, great stock paper, feels good in your hands. And there's so many impactful lessons that he paraphrases at the end of each chapter that you're literally able to take them and be like, wow, you're right. Like in my business here inside GSD Media Group, how many things was I holding close to my chest? Like I'm the only one that can do them. It's so empowering to give those skill sets to other people and have them run with them. Eliminate this fear of scarcity, like this mindset of, oh gosh, if I train somebody, they're going to leave with the information. It was never my information to start with. I just picked it up along the way because somebody taught it to me. So why wouldn't I pay that for it? It really comes down to the art of delegation. And again, it's another chapter in the book that it's time to start delegating. You have to start figuring out the things that slow you down in your life. I mean, for me, I I do this all the time at at our house, with Lindsay and I's house. I think mowing the yard slows me down. So I delegate it out. We don't have a big yard. It's not a complicated yard to mow. I just don't want to do it. It slows me down, so I outsource it. You know, same thing with landscaping. I don't like it, so I pay somebody else to do it. Same thing with house cleaning. I don't like it, so I pay somebody else to do it. It's not a good utilization of my time because I know if I'm in here in the studio or I'm working on a project, it's a better utilization of how I'm able to maximize my time because that's the only resource we can't get more of. You see, the other side of things in this book is how to understand how to communicate with those people that are around you. I mean, think about it. You can't concentrate on your friends while you're giving your all to strangers. And so we spend so much time, at least I do in my business, cultivating new business, new, new strange relationships. You know, it's always the next best deal. It's always the next close. It's always the next hustle. What happens when you make that shift and you start cultivating the relationship that you've already established, driving them deeper, becoming closer with your current clients? Not to use it as a sleazy way to get referrals, but to truly care about them in their lives. It makes business so much more enjoyable. It's so much easier. The other side of things is in that communication with those those people you've already done business with, you can't hide just behind emails and technology. Like you have to get out and make an impact. Hence that letter on a napkin. Hence the letter for me on the back of the of the receipt from the whiskey bar. Like do something above and beyond what's expected. Cut through the white noise because think of your email box yourself. How many hundreds of emails do you get a day? How many thousands of text messages do you get in a week? You think a text message or email is impactful? I don't care how eloquent of a speaker or writer you are, it's going to get lost in the noise. What doesn't get lost in the noise is some grandiose gesture that doesn't need to mean grandiose money. It just means that you thought about somebody. The book is chock full of so many incredible things. Like I've skipped to the back of the book. I'm actually holding it in the studio right now where Steve breaks down, gosh, it's three or four, five, six pages of the best excerpts from the book. You know, everything from don't be easy to understand, be impossible to misunderstand. Think of that. It's it's the way you deliver the message that it can't be misconstrued. Same thing. There's a password for every door. You just have to listen for it. You can get anywhere you want to if you think about how to get inside of the place you want to ultimately arrive to, whether it's in your business, your relationship. Maybe you've seen this attractive girl like I did at the gym and just knew you wanted to be with her but didn't know how to get there. If you listen hard enough and ask enough questions, you'll figure that stuff out. Actually give a damn. If you don't believe in it, they won't believe in it. If you don't believe in your product or service full wholeheartedly that it's the best product in the market, go find somewhere else to work, especially if you're in sales. 
There is no way for you to be convincing and compelling if you don't have the best product or if you don't at least believe you have the best product. Another, I mean, there's just so many. Like, man, I, I miss this book. What happens if it's not your obituary? Get up and try again. We're all going to fail. Like, nothing, the only ultimate failure is the one that kills you. Like, everything other than that is an opportunity to get up and go again. Dust off your knees, clean off your pants, and go to it. It's not about how smart you are. It's about how much you can do. It's not about your IQ. Think of how many times where you haven't had the skill set, but you've figured it out, you've toughed it out, and you've learned the skills necessary to complete a task. That's been my entire life. I have no problem saying I'm an intelligent, intelligent individual. But I sure, certainly don't know how to do half the things I've eventually acquired the knowledge to do over my life. I've had to, I've had to learn it. It wasn't just beamed down upon me. I didn't read it in some textbook. I had to fail my way into that success. How do you walk into a room? Personal branding is not marketing and Twitter followers. It's figuring out your core persona. Who are you? not who they want you to be. This is the biggest lesson that I learned, period, from this book. At some base level, subconsciously, that is the whole framework for this podcast and the whole thing that I'm about. For my entire life, I operated in the way that other people thought was appropriate. Don't tell these stories. Don't share the ugly truth. Hide the things you're not happy about. And then I stopped. I started doing the things for me. I didn't care. Sure, I care how many Instagram followers I have because there's more people that can listen to the message. But I care the impact that I'm making, not the numbers. I care about the downloads on the podcast because I care about the fact that the message and the lessons that I've learned over life that I'm able to transfer to you, the listener, and hopefully have you garnish some value out of it and then apply it to your life. That's who I am. And I don't care if it's not who you want me to be. It's truly who I am in my core. I'm someone that wants to make an impact in the world and is going to, just as you could. So I mean, don't waste your time counting likes. You'll never be able to pay your bar tab with Facebook likes. How profound is that in the social media age? Like, I still get caught up in the, in the, the rigmarole of that, where I'll post something on Instagram like, man, it's only had 230 likes today. It, it, it tanked. Nobody cares what I'm saying today. Facebook's even worse with the way the Facebook algorithm works. I post something on my quote-unquote business Facebook page. It might get 20 people engaging with it out of 7,000 or so. And it, for a moment, it puts me in a funk. It's like, why? Why can't I do better than this? Because I'm not supposed to. I shared an authentic and organic message that had value to me at that time. If it doesn't touch the people that are looking at it, then that's their fault, not mine. I did it for the right reasons. All these things, I mean, there's, there's literally 45 lessons in this book that are those quick snippets that I just read. The book is incredibly impactful, and Steve is a phenomenal man that I have an actual relationship with. I did not have a relationship with him upon buying the book. That's what made this even more impactful. I saw, somehow we became connected through social media, through Facebook. Don't remember how, don't remember how I friended him. Probably something to do with Joe Polish's Genius Network. And so I friended him. I see that he's launching a book. I don't know anything about his story. I don't know anything about who he is. But I'm like, you know, a person I know loosely through social media is launching a book. I got to support him. So he launched it. I hopped on Amazon. I bought the book. It showed up. It didn't take me. I actually wrote in it when I started reading it. So it's a little bit of an older review. I started reading it 11-11 of 17, and I was done by the evening of 11-12-17. It took me all of a day 
because I became so consumed with the content that it took, a, I'll say, a full 48 hours to read this book. It's just one of the most impactful, practical books I've ever read before and is one of the catalysts in me writing my own book. I mean, Steve gives an accurate account of his life and what went on and the lessons he's learned and how you can apply them to your life. The same thing I'm doing. So when you're thinking about picking up the next book, you're thinking about trying to expand your mindset, or if you want to know why I think and operate a lot of the ways I do, I heavily, heavily recommend picking up Blue Fishing, The Art of Making Things Happen by Steve Sims. Because admittedly, Steve Sims is one of those guys that gets shit done. Hey guys, Ryan here. Thanks for joining me today. If you've enjoyed this podcast, please head over to iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you consume audio and subscribe to 15 Minutes to Freedom. If this brought you value, please do me a favor and drop me a five-star rating. Then share this podcast with someone who needs to hear it. For additional content, head over to ryannidell.com. That's R-Y-A-N-N-I-D-D-E-L.com.